It's the old radio comedy podcast. Welcome to episode 81 of the old radio comedy podcast, where we celebrate the classic comedy shows from the golden age of radio. Today, we're bringing you the February 11th, 1954 episode of the show, Meet Mr. McNutley. The show ran from 1953 to 1955 and starred Ray Milland as Professor Ray McNutley, the head of the English department at Linhaven College for Girls. His wife, Peggy, was played by Phyllis Avery. It was known as the Ray Milland Show in its final year. Sadly, there are only nine episodes known to exist today. So sit back and relax as we bring you the episode, The Ice Cream Treat, from Meet Mr. McNutley. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mr. McNutley, created by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosher, with Phyllis Avery and Gordon Jones. Well, there's an ice cream parlor, much favored by the girls of Lynn Haven College, that is never patronized by Professor Raymond R. McNutley, head of the English department. His dislike for the place was occasioned by the events of a warm evening last September. The new school year was just about to start, and Ray and his wife Peggy had had Dean Bradley to dinner. They were sitting out on the porch, and Peggy was saying... Doesn't seem at all like September. Why, it's as warm as the night in midsummer. Ray, uh, maybe Miss Bradley'd like a drink. Oh, why, sure. What'll it be? Could I get you some uh, root beer? Why, yes, that would be nice. We haven't any root beer. Uh, how's the new freshman class shaping up, Miss Bradley? Well, it's hard to tell what sort of shape it has with the kind of clothes that the girls wear nowadays. Blue jeans, sloppy sweaters. How about some orange soda? Oh, that'll be fine, thank you. We haven't any orange soda. I know what I can get you, Dean Bradley. Sarsaparilla. Why, yes, I know. Very fond of sarsaparilla. <laughs> We're out of sarsaparilla. <laughs> now, this place is a dried-up oasis in the heart of the Sahara. What have we got? We have an old, dusty bottle of raspberry fizzle. Well, why didn't you say so a long time ago? Isn't that great, Dean Bradley? I'll go right in and... No, 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 no. Thank you. Frankly, I detest raspberry fizzle. Oh, well, it's really a very refreshing drink if you know how to no. get it down. <laughs> it's so popular, the stores can't keep up with the demand. To get this bottle, I had to bribe the clerk and promise to... Uh... Ray, this was one of two bottles that was left on our doorstep three years ago by a promotion crew. Oh, no, no, you're mistaken, Peg. 
That was Grape Swish. <laughs> it was Raspberry Fizzle. I distinctly recall... You had the doctor at 4 o'clock in the morning. His diagnosis, I believe, was inside sunburn. <laughs> the pain would disappear as soon as your stomach peeled. Well, I was run down and probably over-susceptible. Sure you want to have some raspberry fizzle, Dean Bradley? Oh, no, no, thank you. Uh, however, if you insist that I have something, uh, uh, do you have any ice cream? Oh, we always have ice cream. What's your favorite flavor? Butter crunch. Well, what do you know? You know, that's our favorite, too. Let's all have some, Peg. Uh, <clears throat> we haven't any. <laughs> Well, I guess Miss Bradley be satisfied with maple nut or pistachio or walnut. We uh, have no maple nut, to pistachio, walnut, strawberry, chocolate, vanilla, pineapple, or tutti frutti. In fact, we have no ice cream. <laughs> Look, what do we keep in our refrigerator? Ice cubes. <laughs> Something's out of adjustment, and it keeps making them faster than we can use them. <laughs> Really, Dean Bradley, this is all very embarrassing. Oh, it's quite all right. Think nothing of it, please. Say, I have an idea. There's a new place that just opened uh, off the campus that calls itself the Jigger Shop. Ice cream candies, soft drinks. Why don't we go down there? Oh, how about it, Miss Bradley? Well, our girls will probably make it a rendezvous, so uh, I should like to look it over and ascertain its character. Why don't we stroll down and have some uh, butter crunch? Well, say now, that's the spirit. Don't you think so, Peg? I'll run the car out of the garage. Uh, Ray, Miss Bradley said stroll. Well, honestly, to hear her talk, Miss Bradley, anyone would think I never went anywhere without a car. I just thought, since it's such a warm night, that you'd rather... Oh, I love to walk. Well, shall we start? Coming, dear? I certainly. I was ready five minutes ago. Just waiting for you to make up your minds how you wanted to go, that's all. Now, just sing out if I set too fast a pace. I don't want to exhaust you. I sometimes forget myself and drop into the famous ground-covering stride I used when I won the 100-mile cross-country marathon. Girls? Girls, will you take it easy? Hey, girls! Wait for me! <laughs> place seems respectable enough. Oh, I think it's one of the nicest ice cream parlors I've ever seen, Miss Bradley. Don't you like it, Ray? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very pretty. Anybody get out time in that last quarter? Must <laughs> been pretty close to the Olympic record. Oh, I suppose that the man approaching us is the proprietor. He has an appearance of uh, respectability, don't you think so? Oh, yes, indeed. Hey, yes, folks. Can I serve you? Do you have butter crunch ice cream? Oh, yes, ma'am. We'd like three dishes. A large or small? Well, so soon after dinner, the uh, small, I guess. A marshmallow on them? No, I think not. A nuts, perhaps? <laughs> no, we'll just have... Now, how about a cherry on top? <laughs> We'd really like just a plain butter crunch ice cream, Yes, well, I don't make much on just plain ice cream, you know. <laughs> it's the garnishments that pays the rent. 
But you do serve plain ice cream. Uh, yes, ma'am. Mostly as a service, you understand. A young fella comes in with his girl, wanting to give her the impression that he's a big shot instead of being the cheapskate he is. <laughs> well, I got a hard ice serve. Well, I'm a cheapskate, and we want three dishes of plain butter. <laughs> yes, Coming right up. So I don't blame a man for not wanting to shoot his relief check all in one night. <laughs> well, really, Mr. McNutton, you were very short with the man. Yes, you were almost rude. I didn't like his attitude. Well, well, well I thought he was very gracious under the circumstances. Yes, indeed. Huh. Well, here we are. Three small, plain, naked as the day it was born, dishes of butter. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it looks very delicious, doesn't it? Well, I can't say. I didn't bring my reading glasses. <laughs> I had a wart on my third finger once it was just this size. <laughs> Will there be anything else? Yes. Where's the water? The gentleman's lounge is out back. <laughs> not inquiring about water to wash my hands. I would like a glass of water to drink. Don't you have water at your house? <laughs> Certainly I have water at my house. Then why do you walk all the way down here to drink mine? <laughs> Look, when I left home, I wasn't thirsty. But... The minute you get here, where the water runs through my water meter instead of yours, you are thirsty. Is that it? All right, all right, we'll forget the water. But I would like a spoon to eat my butter crunch. <laughs> You've already got a spoon. I have not got a spoon? I gave one to each of the ladies, and yours was right there on your ice cream plate. If it had been there, I would have seen it. Lying beside this anthill of ice cream, it would have jutted up like the Washington Monument. <laughs> Maybe you put it in your pocket. <laughs> I did not put the spoon in my pocket. Maybe you swallowed it. It's surprising to me what souvenir hunters will do to get away with something. <laughs> My dear sir... Hey, Jones is the name. Thank you. My dear Mr. Jones, I am not a professional sword swallower, nor am I a shoplifter, and I would like a spoon to eat my ice cream. Well... You just shake your pockets or maybe burp, and I think you'll find the one I <laughs> Really, dear, I think it's mean of you to tease the poor man. You're very dexterous, Mr. McDuffley. Now, I usually can catch on very quickly to such parlor tricks. But I must confess I, I'm quite mystified. Tell us. Where did you hide the spoon? <laughs> I never had one! 
But I'm going to have a spoon to eat my ice cream, and I'm going to disassemble this place like a tinker toy. Now, Ray, if you start an argument, you'll just make yourself ridiculous. Why will I be ridiculous? You don't need a spoon. You've played around so long that your ice cream's all melted. You can drink it with a straw. And do hurry. Mr. Jones seems to be closing up. And we, we won't want to keep him and, and perhaps worry his dear wife. If he has a wife, she probably lives in a walk-up in a Swiss cheese. <laughs> Excuse me, I'll pay the rodent and we'll get out of here. Mr. Jones? Yes, sir? How much do I owe you? Well, let me see. Uh, three times two is six. Three times three is uh, eighteen. Uh, plus twenty-two. Mm, carry the twenty. Comes to sixty cents. <laughs> is that a new sort of arithmetic? <laughs> How did you climb to that sixty cents? Counting the butter crunches in each dish. Oh. Well, I think I have the change here somewhere. Here we are. No, those are my keys. Well, they seem to be out of silver. You don't mind a bill? No, if it isn't counterfeit. <laughs> well, you see, I never like to take all the storekeeper's change, and I... I, uh... Oh, excuse me a moment. Uh, Peggy. Yes, dear? Did you bring any money? When... No, darling. Oh. Uh, Miss Bradley. Yes? Uh, there has been a financial crisis. I left my wallet and all my change at home. Now, would it be possible for you to lend me 60 cents? Why, I'd be most happy to. Oh, thank you. But I didn't bring my purse. <laughs> well, that was very careless of you. Excuse me. Uh, oh, Mr. Jones. Uh, yes, sir? I find myself in a very embarrassing situation. Is that a fact? Yes. <laughs> You see, I am Professor Raymond McNutley, and you know the proverbial forgetful professor. <laughs> uh, yes. uh, or perhaps you don't. Mm. Well, everybody seems to think that all professors are absent-minded, and I guess they're right. And do you know what I've done? <laughs> what? Now, this will simply kill you. I've come away from home without a cent of money. <laughs> and my wife hasn't any. And Miss Bradley hasn't any. Now, isn't that the funniest joke you've ever heard? No. <laughs> well, I guess the only thing that you and I can do, Mr. Jones, is to put this 60 cents on the cuff uh, until... This is a cash business. I don't run charge accounts. Oh, well, in that case, I'll give you an IOU. I don't collect autographs. <laughs> I just take legal tender. Then I tell you what, Mr. Jones, I'll run home and get the money and bring it oh, back. Oh, no. It's closing time. But I... I had that trick played on me years ago. I sat in my shop and waited for a deadbeat. Deadbeat? Now, listen to me, Mr. Jones. He never did come back. I not only lost my money, but I lost a night's sleep. Are you intimating that I'm a bunco artist? I am intimating that you owe me 60 cents. You will get your money. I mean to get it. You're not going out that door until I get that 60 cents. Or security for that 60 cents. All right. All right. Here's my wristwatch. As a solid gold case, it keeps excellent time. I'll be back here tomorrow morning to redeem it. And if you've dribbled ice cream onto or into it, I'll sue you right down to your last butter crunch. Good night, Mr. Jones. <laughs> Mr. Jones. 
never in my 35 years of contact with the human race have I met an individual who had entirely missed evolution and was still an ape. Good morning, Professor McNutley. Ah, good morning, Doctor. Good morning. <clears throat> Mr. Jones, here are your 60 pieces of silver. You are no doubt marsupials, so will you explore the pouch where you carry your young and hand over my wristwatch? <clears throat> Well, set him back in his heels. Uh, Mr. Jones, never in my 35 years of contact with the human... Mr. Jones? Hello, anybody here? Oh, good morning. Oh, how do you do? I would like... Now, what can I show you? Nothing, thank you. I'm not here to examine feminine charms, but to see a Mr. Jones. Nothing, <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, uh, Fudge? No. I want to see Mr. Jones. Oh. Uh, I'm Mrs. Jones. Oh, really? Well, please accept my sympathy. <laughs> you call him out, please. Oh, my husband isn't here just now. Uh, are you a salesman? No, I'm Professor McNutley, and I have some business with your husband about a wristwatch. Oh, you're the one. <laughs> he told you about me? Well, he said that you were the mastermind of a gang of crooks that walked in here last night. My dear madam. Is the wristwatch a part of the loot from some holdup? Mrs. Jones, I'm a professor of English at Linhaven College for Girls. My only association with a holdup was during a basketball game. I contributed a safety pin to one of our young players who was losing her bloomers. <laughs> now, since Mr. Jones is not here, do you mind if I wait for him? Why, of course not, Professor. Thank you. Oh, dear, I almost forgot. Yes? Uh, there is a small cover charge when anyone occupies a chair without ordering something. <laughs> How much? A ten cents. Tell me, if I order a drink that costs ten cents, I can sit here free, is that it? Oh, yes, Professor. Well, what have you? Uh, the only thing at that price is raspberry fizzle. <laughs> oh, yes. <clears throat> well, you may bring me a glass. I don't have to drink it. Oh, by no means. It's your raspberry fizzle. And as my husband said when we opened the place, Ada, always remember the customer is king. Always crown him if you can. <laughs> Here you are, Professor. Thank you. By the way, when Mr. Jones stepped out, did he take my wristwatch with him? Oh, no. It's in the safe. Well, that simplifies the matter. I have a faculty meeting. Now, I suppose I give you the 60 cents and you give me the watch. But I don't know the combination. Oh. You'll just have to be patient and wait for Mr. Jones. Very well. Uh, you don't mind if I go on with my work? No, not at all. Mrs. Jones! Yes, Professor? As I said, I have a faculty meeting. When do you expect Mr. Jones to return? Oh, sometime this evening. <laughs> this evening? My dear woman! Well, never mind. Just tell Mr. Jones I was here and that I'll be back. Oh, 
just a moment, Professor. Uh, you owe ten cents for the raspberry fizzle. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, you can take it out of this. A ten-dollar bill? Oh, I can't change that. Well, very well. I'll pay your husband this evening. Oh, I can't do that, Professor. When my husband isn't here, I'm responsible for the cash drawer. As I told you, I'll pay him this Professor evening. Professor McNutley, I warn you, if you try to walk out of here without paying that ten cents... My dear I'll woman... I'll security for that ten cents. I'll scream my lungs out. All right, all right. <laughs> Here's my tie pin. Please don't thrust it into your heart and blunt the point. <laughs> When you see Mr. Jones, give him my raspberry fizzle and the message I will return this evening with reinforcements. Good day, Mrs. Jones. Now, here we are. Now, when I go in, you three stick close behind me. Now, you may have his gang hidden back at the soda farm. If they jump me, one of you run for the police. Well, I think it's perfectly silly to drag Mrs. Bradley, Pete, and me in on this, Ray. It's a simple business transaction. I guess of course it is. You give him the money and he gives you back your watch and tie pin. <laughs> well, let's go in. I hope you appreciate this favor, Ray. I've been waiting for a month for the date I got tonight with a little dove. Here I am horsing around with you instead of nesting. Oh, are you a pigeon fancier, Mr. Thompson? <laughs> Definitely yes, Dean Bradley. And the fancier, the better. Now, are you sure you have the money, dear? I have the 70 cents I owe him and a $10 bill, enough for any emergency. There he is at the end of the fountain. Well, Mr. Jones, here I am. Hi, good evening, Professor McNutley. The funny thing, I was just thinking about you. I have come for my watch and my tie pin. Well, that's fine. I've got them right here waiting for you, Professor. Here you are. You may count it as your 70 cents. Oh, I wasn't worried about it at all, Professor. <laughs> Here's your watch. I knew you were good for it. And your type in. Because in thinking it over, I remembered that the ladies you were with looked very, very respectable. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> well, Miss Bradley, Peggy, Pete, shall we be going? Oh, uh, just a minute, Professor. I, uh... Well, I feel sort of bad about this misunderstanding. After all, this is a new place, and I want to start off on the right foot. Now, just to show that there are no hard feelings, will you and your friends sit down and have some ice cream on the house? No, I don't and fresh think... vanilla? Just me? Oh, I think that's very generous of you, Mr. Jones. Why, yes, Mr. Jones, we accept your invitation in the spirit in which it is offered. Oh, now, wait just a minute. Look, the man's trying to be nice, Ray, and if he wants to give us some vanilla, you're going to be a sore head and say no. Well, all right. But just to keep things straight, you say this is on the house, Mr. Jones. Give my compliments, Professor. Mm. Won't cost you a cent. Now, you sit down at the very best table, and I'll bring it right over. Now, you see, Ray... How you misjudge people? He's a very gracious and generous soul. Soul of the earth. Oh, Mr. Jones. Yes, sir? I think I'll have some crushed walnuts on my order. Oh, that'd be nice. Don't you think so, Miss Bradley? Why, yes, it, it would be quite festive. <laughs> we'll have uh, crushed walnuts in all of them, Mr. Jones. Hey, yes, sir, Professor. Hope you folks won't mind if I eat and run. Oh, of course not, Pete. 
Late as I am, my little dove will be ruffling her feathers. <laughs> Here we are. Four fresh vanillas with crushed walnuts. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Jones. Oh, it looks delicious. Very kind of you, Mr. Jones. Oh, quite all right. Well, if you'll excuse me, I have to crush up some more walnuts. You know, the best way to pacify my little dove would be to take her out to Skyline. Of course, the tariff would be a little steep. Should have a little insurance money in case she orders from the wrong side of the menu. Well, Ray has $10 with him he can loan you. Oh, I don't think oh, I can... a friend in need is a friend indeed. And to help one make a payment on an insurance policy is a worthy deed, Mr. McMahon. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, yeah. My pal. Now, if you folks can get along without me. Have fun, Pete. Been swell seeing you, Dean Bradley. Thank you, Mr. Thompson. Good night. So long, Pete. Thanks for coming along. And thanks for the ten spot. Night, all. Oh, such a nice young man. He must get a great deal of pleasure from his hobby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he does indeed, Miss Bradley. Well, if we're all finished, I have some entrance papers to look over when I get home. Well, we'll drive you, Dean Bradley. It's right on our way. Oh, uh, thank you, Mr. Jones, and good night. Come on, Peg. Oh, uh, just a moment, Professor. Uh, yes, Mr. Jones. Haven't you forgotten something? Forgotten something? Why, no. No, I don't think so. You owe me 20 cents. <laughs> I owe you 20... Now, wait just one minute, Mr. Jones. Oh, that's the tariff. It's right on the menu. Look, I heard you with my own ears, and I've got two witnesses. You invited us to sit down and have four vanilla ice creams on the house. Is that I did? And I'm a man of my word. The ice creams were free. Then why do I owe you 20 cents? You had crushed walnuts. Oh. <laughs> no. Tonight's show was directed by Joe Rhines. The Ravenland Show is a review production. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Meet Mr. McNutley, starring Ray Milland. Visit us at anchor.fm slash old radio comedy podcast or email us at old radio comedy podcast at gmail.com. Make a suggestion or leave a comment. I hope everyone has a great weekend. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Yay!